I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between them. We didn't get to have Christmas at Christmas because of custody calendar. Yes. And that's just the way we do it. And it's the way we've done it for a couple of years now. It doesn't bother us what day Christmas is on. No. No. Our, no. our kids seem to be fine with having two Christmases. They often are. Yes. So we started our Christmas with no kids, which was nice. Our actual having. Christmas, we went snowshoeing with a friend. Yes, we did. Up in the mountains. With your work wife. Yes. And it was nice. And it was the first time I've ever gone snowshoeing and not hurt myself since I was in, like, elementary school. That's great. I was so excited. I, I was not not happy about the idea of snowshoeing, but I, know, I wanted to be with you. I was like, ugh, she doesn't want to snowshoe, but she wants to go. And she better not make this unfun. because. And I worked my <laughs> ass off not to because I wasn't feeling the snowshoeing thing. But then... You were excited. It worked out. I was excited, and it yeah. did work out, and I was yeah. very happy. We thought it was pretty brave of you to try again, considering every other time you've tried snowshoeing, you've hurt yourself. I have hurt myself. Once <laughs> it was my knee, once it was my ankle, once I fell on my rear end and probably damaged my tailbone or something. <laughs> Which, the snow is supposed to buffer that tailbone, but, you know. Um, mm. I've got enough tailbone Dep to make it through. <laughs> Depends on what you land on. Right? Uh -huh. <laughs> So snowshoeing was great, and kids were all with their other parents having a happy Christmas. Yes, they were. And then we had our Christmas a few days later. Yes. And we had it with all the Christmas nonsense that you can usually find with yeah. any family-driven activity. <laughs> Holiday activity, I should. That's a very yeah. diplomatic way of putting it. Yeah, well... <laughs> We'll get the real story in a minute. Started with uh, number zero coming over. Yes. Zero child came over and hung out. And that's really uh, a nice thing. And she's, she's been coming over a lot. She's, you know, now that she's older, she's in her 20s. You know, she's kind of chill. She's figured out a lot of stuff and figured out that she didn't know what she was doing before. So there, she's heading in the right direction now. Yay! Yeah. And kids like having her attention because she'll pay attention to them. She's not completely worn out by them since she only comes over maybe once a week. She doesn't get so drained by them in that few hours a week like we do. Right. Like, look at this, look at this, look at this. And now this, and, and then tell me, and then show me, and then look. And I need to show you something. <laughs> and I need to tell you something. And by tell you, I mean ask you, but I need to tell you, can I? And then I want you to do it with me. Yes. <laughs> which... <laughs> Which we try to do lots of things with them, and at the same time, there's only so much other things that, that need to get done. Anyhow, we yes. all know this story, Ch yes. children's needs and balancing that with reality. That was great that number zero came over, and then number two came home. Yes, and, and there's something funny about that. Number zero child is a very butch person. Yes. Yes, she is. She is very butch. Mm-hmm. And number two child can't quite digest that this butch person is a she. He he tried calling her he, and, he, you know, that wasn't it. So he was like, okay, I get it. You guys are saying she. So he, he went for them. He did. And, and they. 
He understands that them and they is a neutral pronoun. And he went there all on his own, which I'm did. impressed. He has his gender stuff down. Well, he's a little bit too strict on his gender stuff sometimes. Like, he's been really big on this can't-be-gay thing. Well, he, which... is stri- he is strict on the gender stuff. This is true. But I am impressed that he understands the concept of they and them mm-hmm. as far as gender goes and and uses it himself. He does. And they were both here in the afternoon. Zero and two were here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Zero and two were here. They were hanging out. Who were yours from previous relationship. And then and see, one and three, the oddball, oddly enough, the oddballs, one and three. Ha, odd, ha, ha, sorry. <laughs> who were from my previous relationship came home just a little bit later and then we all had dinner. And then, yeah, that's when. That's when we started our Christmas. Yes. We had Chinese food. Not that, that night. No? That night was noodles. Oh, that's right. We decided uh, noodles because they always eat noodles, and we didn't want to have a an ordeal the first night home on our Christmas Eve. Yes, is my my air quotations. Yes, and we we have these set traditions that we have followed. You followed them since you took up celebrating with me, and I followed them ever since I became a parent because that's what my parents did with me and my kids. Enjoy tradition. Mm-hmm. And so we started our Christmas Eve on a couple days after. Anyway. Right. Sometime after dinner, we do uh, the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. We read from the Bible, and then we let them pick one other holiday-themed book. Like, you know, Curious George or Mama Llama. Which I thought was great that your cousin's wife was reading it but because your cousin's wife is from uh paraguay mm-hmm. yes she is from she, paraguay. she can't say llama she she reads it every time yama yes she does she yama yama say. holiday drama and i'm it's thinking okay. this is the story of a trans girl whose family won't accept her name at the holidays <laughs> yama holiday drama <laughs> yep Sorry. We had our holiday drama the next day. Oh, we did. So after we read and then the kids, anyone under 20 gets to pick a present to open the night before. Yes. And then they go to bed. They do. They go to bed. And then number three child gets up several times. Yes. And they knew that they are not supposed to get up out of bed after they have been sent to bed for two reasons. Number one, it's part of their chore chart. The last chore out of every day, they're supposed to go to bed once. And we put that there because of her. Yes, that is correct. She has a hard time staying in bed. Yeah, and lots of kids do. Mm -hmm. You know, I I, I love it that number two child goes to bed and typically stays there. We're very fortunate with that. With all the other stuff he does, at least when he goes to bed, he stays there. He does. It's great. He also eats his vegetables and does all these other things that regular kids don't do. Right. Like crap himself at seven years old. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that's. Anyway. Oh God, I wish he could. I wish he could figure that out. But, but anyhow, he did let's interrupt go back. Christmas with it. No. Yay. And so they go to bed, and then she gets up several times, sometimes several teen times. <laughs> and they know that the other reason they're not supposed to get up is that they know that they're supposed to stay in bed until seven in the morning. 
which last year was funny because number two got out of bed at like eight o'clock in the evening and said, eight is more than seven. It's time to get up now, right? <laughs> and he really, really wanted to convince us. <laughs> and he was convinced him, he had convinced himself well enough that he started to get mad about it. He thought it was Christmas morning at eight o'clock. It is Eve. Christmas morning. You are not keeping me in bed. And that is final. <laughs> We did take his clock away and send him back to bed. <laughs> yes. That was last year. So this year, we, we didn't have that problem. No, we did not. But, but the, yeah, she would he doesn't not. Have a, he doesn't have a clock in his room anymore. For, well, he has a, he has a he, digital clock. He has clock. a new one now. Digital clock. It, it has an AM and PM dot on it. It does. Yeah. So the next morning, I made a big breakfast, as I always do. The little kids get up and check out their stockings while I start cooking breakfast. Yes. And we had stockings for number zero child who had kind of surprised us by being here. She's she's only been hanging out with us for about the past month. A couple months. A couple months? Yeah. Okay. Because mm -hmm. she got out of a relationship and she's had a lot more time to spend with actual family. Mm -hmm. And so it's been nice to see her, but that meant that I was scrambling at the last minute. At the last minute to find her a stocking and to find things to put in it. <laughs> yeah. It but she seemed well really happy, though. Because she needs everything. So it was really easy to put, like, gloves and stuff like that in her stocking. Yes. Yeah. Because she had been the full-time homemaker in her last relationship. So right now she really doesn't have a lot of stuff. No. So it's great that we were able to do that for her. And she was really happy to be included. Right. And you and I had stockings. And I was surprised that you got me stuff for my stocking because you never have. Well, you said if I want to put this, get this item or that item for your stocking stuffer, I could do that. So I did. I did because I had run out of a certain kind of tea that I like. And mm -hmm. I said, hey, you could get me more of this for a stocking stuffer. And you did. And usually I get us geeky t-shirts for our stockings. Mm -hmm. And... I had a geeky T-shirt to put in my own stocking, just like I had one for yours and one yes, for number. You shop for your ones. stocking too. I, I do. <laughs> you shop for everything, and I don't even think about it. So no, and that's kind of how that's we do one Christmas our, presents too. That's one of our uh, heteronormative. Yes, that thing. <laughs> I do. I go problems out and that we have. <laughs> buy all the Christmas presents, and then I bring everyone into the bedroom at once, except the person for whom the gifts are that I have laid out and said, okay, um, these are all for number zero child. So George and number one, number two, number three, each of you pick one for me to put your name on. Right. And it works for us. And then you wrap them. And then I wrap them. I made the kids wrap them. You made the kids wrap presents for me. Yes. It was very they cute. They picked out what they want, wanted to give you and then they each wrapped it and number two child she had number zero help her because she wanted it just so just like you do <laughs> whereas the boys were like can i still see parts of it no we're good yeah how do you make this stay <laughs> they were about to use as much tape as uh our friend the uh, fort knox of wrapping yes so they they got their stockings. They got their stockings, and they explored their stockings, and I'm making breakfast, and breakfast is almost ready. And We're, we're supposed to have guests coming over. Yes. At um, that point. Our adopted grandma and her husband. So uh, grandma and papa. Grandma and papa, they arrive. And then I say, okay, 
don't open presents till I go and get my mother. And the reason I was getting my mother mm-hmm. is because we were still missing guests. My aunt, my aunt was supposed to bring my mother. Mm-hmm. And my ex started texting me and saying, your aunt can't find her phone. I think she's lost it. She's certain that somebody stole it. Nobody wants that phone. She doesn't have but a she phone worth stealing. She doesn't know that. You know, she doesn't know anything about electronics. So mm-hmm. it's a phone. It's gone. Somebody must have taken it. And Because heaven forbid that she misplaced things. Well, most of us don't like to admit our faults, dear. Fair. <laughs> Let's not point them out for everybody else. <laughs> just because we know everything. So, Thank you for acknowledging that. Yes. <laughs> just because we know the way they should be doing it. Uh, <laughs> they were looking for the phone. They couldn't find it. My aunt was so upset about it. She wasn't sure if she was coming over. And so I was like, okay, should I go get my mother? Yes, you should go get your mother. Your, your aunt says go get her. But if you need to get a hold of your aunt, call my phone. So there's that. And then there's also our adopted auntie who lives right next door to grandma and papa. Right. And if they're invited, she's invited. But I likely didn't tell them to tell her because I forgot. And she regularly sideways invites us to things and forgets to tell us. Yeah. So, you know, it's par for the course. It's all fair. And until so grandma the... comes over and says that she's butthurt. <laughs> Grandma's like, okay, she's not coming over. So we have an aunt that's all wound up about a missing phone and won't go get my mother. And another one that feels maybe jilted that she wasn't invited, which wasn't intended. But I go to get my mother and I had to bring number two child with me. Yes. Because... He was having a meltdown. He was. When Grandma got here, she let them open her stockings. Because our stockings are not enough, and Grandma always brings extra. Grandma has to do it herself. She does. And I love the fact that Papa said, as they were getting ready to leave later, can we leave these stockings here? I've been trying to get rid of these. Do you think she'll notice if I forget to bring them? And my response to him was you do realize that if you don't bring these home like she told you you will be paying for a new set of them next year okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah he doesn't want to buy more no he doesn't so they open their stockings and they do and and they were <laughs> they were not fair the dollar amount and the number of items in each stocking was equal because grandma knows better than that however the items were different she had something of a candy dispenser, she candy had, toy, and he had more candy, and it wasn't fair. He wanted the dispenser, and he had a complete, total textbook meltdown. Yes. Like yelling, ready to throw things. Yeah, but he was sobbing. And so I was like, okay, let's go. Let's go in your room and settle down. And I, I brought him in there, and I wasn't sure if he'd fight me, like thinking, okay, now I'm in trouble, and now I'm mad about that too. Because once he gets in the brainstem, man, that's it. Mm-hmm. And he did settle down to an extent, and then I took him with me to go get my mother, mm-hmm. which was good, because my mother wasn't coming. We <laughs> got to my mom's house, <laughs> and she didn't feel good, because she was having insulin reaction, and... Then I then I had to explain to number two child 
why Granny gets to eat candy when she doesn't feel good. Because, because it, it's an insulin problem, but I had to explain that to him because he's like, why is she eating candy if she doesn't feel good? When when I don't feel good, I have to eat grow food. I have to eat healthy candy. Gives or me I have tummy to eat ache. toast or rice or... Right. She's eating candy. <laughs> I want to know how she gets to do that. <laughs> and I explained it to him and he was like, okay, not a good deal if I have to jab myself with needles. In the meantime, though, with her blood sugar quite so low, she was extra, extra, extra emotional. And... She decided, I, I said, so do you think you want to come, can you just give me five minutes? Okay. And we're waiting, and she's eating candy, and and, and then I explained that to him, and then we're waiting, and and then um, she says, you know, she's crying, and, and she doesn't want to go, go. Oh, this was what it was about. Why do I want to have somebody clean her house anyway? And why do I have to have Zero Child do that? And I say, Zero Child is trying to be helpful. Y- your sister, my aunt, mm-hmm. Auntie and I are not having enough time to do this all the time. And, and energy. Your your mother is blind and thinks she's cleaning up after herself. Yes. But and clearly she, you and your aunt are having to do it on a regular basis. And so number Zero Child has offered. She has offered to be helpful. And I'm willing to give her a little cash she needs cash. She does. It's a way for her to get cash. And my mother says, well, it's not dirty. And I say, I can see Cheetos and things under your couch from here. And I realize that that is that your carpet sweeper doesn't get them and I need to bring you a vacuum over. But in addition to this, the kids have said before that her house smells funny to them. Mm-hmm. It smells different. Well, it's too warm, and she doesn't take her trash out soon enough. Right. And it's very small. And the food smells at her house are very different than our house. Yes. And they don't spread out and dissipate like ours. They stay cooked in because mm-hmm. of the heat there. And so anyhow, she, with this in mind, because that's what the reference is, she says, well, her house isn't dirty and... And she doesn't want to come over anyway. And number two child, being very empathetic at this point, says, well, we can bring you your presents later. Mm-hmm. And she says, who wants to come to my smelly, dirty house anyway? <laughs> there was, a, you know, <laughs> and, information and is, for the smelly reference. Ba- backing up, she had said before Christmas, she had said like weeks and weeks ago that she didn't want to have a Christmas and nobody should bring her presents and she didn't want to go anywhere. And she's always been like that. Yeah, and generally she says that because she's being standoffish, but then she changes her mind when she has the opportunity to actually go. Right. She said, I don't like to go to other people's houses, and I don't want to go, and I wish they wouldn't give me presents either. Which, if nobody actually gave her any presents, she would get butthurt about that then. But she wouldn't tell us. She'd tell somebody else so they could tell us. So, (laughs) Anyhow, that's not the way we do it. You get a present whether you like it or not. So there. Yes. And I said, you know, so now you're mad at me because I want your house to be clean. Yes! I've been to college for this, folks, so, you know, (laughs) you can't get me with that anymore. Right. And... And she said, well, where is, it, where is it dirty besides the carpet? And I said, there's food on stuff in the kitchen and et cetera. Well, <clears throat> at this point, she's just looking to just take it. the presents and go. 
And I say, well, I can do that, and we'll check on you later. You know, and, and so we, we go. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had a bag on the table with kids' presents. Mm-hmm. We did end up checking on her later. We did. Yes. And all it, of us. Yes. I'll teach you not to come over. <laughs> we brought all the kids. Zero child. We were going to bring zero child home. She, uh-huh. Uh, she was going home. And the little kids wanted to show Granny their some of their presents, a little, their robot. And, and she was in a much better mood by then. Her blood sugar had evened out. She had had a chance to talk to some other family members who had time to help her process her grief and her frustration. And she didn't tell me, although I suspected, she didn't talk to me about her grief and missing her husband. And, of course, she misses him. They could shun Christmas together. Now she doesn't have him to do that with, and that's aggravating. (laughs) So she was in a better mood and enjoyed seeing the kids for a brief amount of time. and, Mm -hmm. And we got her bright, shiny presents a little Christmas tree and stuff that she could she could definitely see. And she likes yes. bright, shiny things because she can see the colors. She can see bright colors and sparkly things. And she really likes brightly colored, sparkly things. We got her great, great stuff, little sparkly tree with this sparkly birds that clip bright on. Bright blue, sparkly tinsel tree. It was a teal. Teal. Yes, number two child picked it out. That's awesome. Yeah, I almost got a blue one. With a... Way too many ton of sparkly ornaments for a little two-foot-tall tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was good. So she liked and that. And we plugged it in for her. I'm glad. So after you guys went and checked on her, and we determined that she was not going to be coming, and your, you know, the kid's adopted aunt was not going to be coming, then... I, I came back with number two child, and you, guess what? My aunt was here. Your, yeah, auntie... Already eating something. Yes, eating the breakfast yes, that I had made. Settled in and eating. Yes, which we had started eating. Um, you had had some, and number two child had had some before you guys left. Yeah, we had some breakfast. But everybody else was just sort of sitting around eating breakfast, sitting around talking, chatting, eating more breakfast because that's what you do on a holiday. You sit around and eat and talk and mm-hmm. eat more and talk more. If you more. can, if yep. you can, you do. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so when you got home, then I think it was time for presents. Yes, it, it was time for presents. And yeah. I was surprised that there were presents there from number zero child again, because, you know, she's had a really rough go of it the past couple of months. I didn't expect her to get us anything. No, she, she texted me a few days before and asked me, and I, I told her she shouldn't, but if she must, what the kids like the most is actually at the dollar store because... And it's true. Because I knew it was in her budget and because it's definitely true. Yeah. He likes little wrestling dude things, and she likes art art things. Mm-hmm. Get her a coloring uh, book and him a little action figure, and you're set. Yeah. We usually open presents one at a time. Mm-hmm. And then the person who just opened one goes and gets one for somebody else. About three quarters of the way through, Grandma and Papa were not going to last. We had to do two at a time. We did. And about that time, someone opened a present that number two child had picked out for them and they were really happy with the present. And I said, oh, good job, number two child, picking that for, I don't even remember who, and I put my hand up for a high five. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I try to forget. (laughs) 
<laughs> and instead of a high five. I was over by the tree, so I didn't see it. But Grandma was sitting right there with you and Papa and the other kids. And My aunt. was Auntie still there? Yeah, she was. She on was. the couch, yeah. And everyone else is watching this, and he, instead of giving me a high five, decides to kick my hand. And that's not an appropriate response. Saying no thank you to any gesture of affection is an appropriate response in our household. Mm -hmm. We do not force our children to reciprocate affection. No. And so if I put my You must have your presence. You do not have to be affectionate. No. If I put my hand up for a high five, if I reach out for a hug, anything like that, they're always welcome to say no thank you. They are not welcome to respond aggressively. No, we, we discourage it. We try to we anyway. Have to. We have to. And so he kicks my hand and I say, try again. And he headbutts my hand. And I say, that's not right. Try again. Mm-hmm. And I start to coach him on, you can give me a high five, or you can tell me no thank you. But before I can get halfway through that sentence, he kicks my hand again. And I grabbed his foot. Mm -hmm. To pause the violence, mm -hmm. I, will, I will restrain your bodily movement. Yes. And he short-circuited again. <laughs> he totally had another he started crying meltdown. I, I didn't see, so I turned around thinking he's hit himself on some he's done something he's he hurt grabs my hand he's doing that i'm hurt meltdown that i'm not sure is real or not but i'm gonna look and i was like well what the heck happened and, and then you told me the story like you just said now and i pointed out there's still nail marks yes. in my arm where he, he dug his nails into my hand while you were holding his foot while i was holding his foot yes he, he grabbed your arm and dug his nails in and by leaning over to grab my arm i think he pulled his leg and that's what happened yeah, and that's when he started crying, apparently. Mm -hmm. And then I, I asked what was wrong, and what he said was, she grabbed my foot, and I did the splits too much. <laughs> and I was like, ouch. Yeah? Guess you shouldn't kick that high unless you can get your foot back. Mm -hmm. mm. Not a good idea. But that makes sense, because if he didn't give himself a ouch the first time he kicked you, he did it. The last time, be because he had leaned over and, and pinched you. Yes. And so when he leaned over, he went too far. And, but by the time he was leaning over, he couldn't retrieve that action. In any case. That was third crying meltdown of the d third, fourth hey, crying this person is a holiday. of Christmas. There's a requirement here. <laughs> you know. Yes. That's, yeah. And everybody's just sitting there going, hmm. Okay, then. So we and took everybody him everybody else, you know, I mean, there's all these other adults around who, you know. Yeah, they yeah. they just all sat there like, maybe if I don't move, it won't happen to me. <laughs> this kid is melting down on his mom. I'm going yeah, to stay and, over here and, and avoid the meltdown. Grandma's experienced in this, but she also just kind of sat, you know, sat back and stayed out of the way. Yeah. Because I, I was already handling it, and I just took him out of there again and had him settle down and mm -hmm. said, well, you know. And I got the stream of presents going again, so everybody else was right. doing their thing and not paying and attention they, they to just, him. And once he was out of the room, they all were like, phew, okay. <laughs> okay, we'll go back to what we were doing, and he'll hopefully settle down before he comes back in. Yes. So. Uh, now, you know, my internal radio is playing fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How are they hijinks? 
So there's our, let's see, four crying Christmas. Yes. We'll have to try harder next time. <laughs> yeah. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! Number three child gets up several times. He does. And they know that no. they're not allowed out of bed before she does. seven. Oh, number three, yes. Number three, she. Thank you. You're welcome. She would not be pleased if you called her he. You are correct. I am very I have correct. To... <laughs> <laughs> Although, um, when the church that their father attends helped him with Christmas, she said that they got her a lot of really girly things, and she didn't say that with a very happy tone of voice. No, she doesn't want certain types of useless girly things, which I appreciate about her. I do too, but she loves pink and sparkles and yes. faggy, effeminate things. She does. And then she wants science and other things that you actually do. Yes, which I love. Yes. Yeah. So I think she might be growing up to be a little princess man like me, but... That's fine. I'm, I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.